All right, I'm sitting here with the scenic route. How you guys doing? Well, part of the scenic route. Yeah. Yeah. Introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Andrew Kilgore. I play rhythm guitar, backing vocals. I'm Rachel Crozier, and I'm the lead singer. Lead singer. Nice. So tell me uh, how the band got started. You're the original founding member, yeah. Rachel. Okay. Um, well, the band got started back when I was would have been when I was a freshman in high school. Um, I had a like acquaintance who played guitar. And he liked my voice, so he kind of wanted to produce me. Um, and then we just ended up making a band out of it. And then we've changed the members around a couple times, but that's how the band got started. Nice. Andrew, you're the, the newest member, right? Yep. How, how'd you get involved? Well, basically, uh, I was playing by myself for a while. I had played in bands before, but at the moment, everybody else was pursuing other interests. And... Uh, band manager called me up and said, hey, do you want to play in this awesome band? And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he just randomly called you. Like, had you ever met him before? Yeah, he had uh, given me shows before when he was booking gigs and trying to fill them up. Okay. Cool. So uh, how would you guys describe your sound? It, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, whenever anyone asks, I just say rock because rock's a pretty broad... Yeah, it's, it's a real broad statement. Yeah. Um, but we... We play kind of rock pop music, but then we have like really rich harmonies, and so I just say rock for the sake of grouping it all together. Yeah, well, I, I could sense a little bit of R and B in there too. Yeah, we used to say rock R and B fusion. Okay, uh, what are your, some some of your influences? Um, well, I mean, part of the R and B sound is I love rap and R and B. Um, I really like all music, but that's one of my favorite genres. Um. But I also like just uh, like a lot of the female artists. I like Adele. I like Beyonce, and then I like indie bands a lot, like uh, Walk the Moon and stuff like that. I I definitely hear a lot of Adele influence in your yeah, voice for sure. I hear that. I get that a lot. So how many other people are in this band? Uh, it's five right now. Five. Okay. Um. So tell me a little bit about the other people in the band. Well, uh, there's me. There's Andrew. There is. Van Lovelace, who is our bassist and backup vocals. Then we have Jenny Ryan, who is backup vocals, and Lynn Deso, who's lead guitar. Okay. You guys have done quite a few shows since you've been yeah. together. Some big shows, too, right? Mm -hmm. Have you guys shared the stage with any big artists yet? Um, we've shared, uh, like, big artists in the local scene. Okay. We've done some stuff. We've done some stuff with bands that have been, like, from really out of town. We're actually, I think it's it's Tuesday, we're playing with a band from New York down nice. in Nice. Um, like, we've opened for some pretty cool bands. We've opened for Icon for Hire. That was really fun. Um, and it's just nothing like someone that's on the radio or anything yeah. like that. But we've, we've gotten to play for some really cool bands and gotten to open for some really cool that's bands. That's pretty awesome. So, with you guys being so young... I know you're not really extremely young, Andrew. You're. Young. Are you the old guy in the band? I guess I'm the oldest one in the band now. Dude, yeah. that sucks being the old guy in a band. You guys he's rip on really, him a lot for his not age. Really. No, he's not the old guy. <laughs> no. Because our guitarist is 19, so oh, okay. it's not like that far. Yeah, but still, I'm sure you yeah. you you hear it for being the old guy, right? That that's happened to me it's before. Not really. That's happened to me before in bands. Like you're the old guy. 
No, like, so, anyways, with you guys being so young, have you guys had any obstacles you've really had to overcome with being so young? Um, well, we get a lot of ageism, just, like, because there's the whole stigma with, you know, being in a high school band. Um, and just because, well, I'm not in high school anymore, I'm graduated, but uh, just because I was a high schooler in a band didn't mean it was a high school band. Yeah. You know, didn't mean we were just a bunch of kids playing in our basement and stuff all the time. Um, but I feel like just because that's such a big, you know, uh, thing that it kind of got reflected on us. So a lot of times we would want to play, uh, these bars and things or these coffee houses. We play a lot and they, it take us a while to kind of get in there just cause they would be like, Oh, you guys are really young and like, I don't know what kind of music you're going to play. And I don't know if you're going to be professional. Yeah. It's like, well, let us audition. And then usually after they saw us, they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys are." <laughs> yeah, I know, like, cause I I've played in bands for twenty years now. So I yeah. started when I when I was in middle school, and it was tough even to get shows with bands that were like high school age. Yeah. Cause they'd look at us like, "Oh, you guys are are so young. You probably are, you're probably terrible." Yeah. And I so don't you, you guys probably get a lot of that, like, "Oh, these these kids don't know what they're doing." Yeah, I also get that. Uh, I think cause I'm a girl. I'm not saying necessarily, but like. <laughs> I, I always show up to gigs and, like, I'm wearing skirts and, like, I have my makeup on yeah. and my hair curled and stuff. And and then I, we would go into these clubs sometimes where it's a bunch of guys with gauges and piercings. And yeah. And, like, look all cute. And, <laughs> and then I'm just like, hey, I'm in a band. What's yeah. up? Well, uh, there's, for, for the longest time, there really wasn't a whole lot of female-fronted bands yeah, in the area. Yeah, um, but lately there's been a few, and I know you guys played NeoFest last year. Yeah. So you, you, you got the chance to see, uh, Baroque Monody mm-hmm. and Amnesty for Astronauts. Yeah. Of course, you know, great female-fronted band, so, I mean, that's really cool. But, uh, did you guys have any problems, like, because you, you were playing the band when you were in high school. Yeah. So how did the other kids in school treat you guys? Was it like you guys were, like, the outcasts or anything like that? Um, not necessarily. I have I'm interesting because I'm a social person because of what I do you just kind of have to be a social person yeah but I'm actually very reserved um so I've never got necessarily people are like treated me different because of what I do because normally it's not something I'm not like one of those girls who is like oh I'm in a band and I sing all the time it's just not something yeah. I talked about really all that much but then I realized as I got through high school that more people that I thought knew about it because people would go and be like, oh, I heard that your band played this thing the other day. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even know you knew I was in a band, but that's cool. So it wasn't something that you talked about in school a lot? Yeah, not that I was ashamed of it, just uh, I was very quiet and reserved and it just wasn't really something that I blabbed about all the time. Uh, what are your plans for the future with this band? Um, well, you know, obviously the... The, ho- the main goal is to reach the very top, but, um, <laughs> I, I gotta, you know, yeah. Yeah, social media is very important oh, with, no. with marketing nowadays, we so you gotta, you gotta take pictures. It's not very often I get people in the studio either. Yeah. Most of my interviews are over the phone. Um, obviously the, the highest goal is, you know, being rock stars or whatever, but I honestly just want to, I love music and it's what I want to do, so... Whether it's with the band or just me or doing whatever, I just want to make some kind of career out of it. Now, I, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm not going to say how much older, but I'm a little bit older than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
the the climate of pop music, rock music, and all that stuff has has really shifted a lot. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, so many people they they think that just going on social media and you know, or going on a show like American Idol, they're going to make it big just based off of that. So I want to know from from you guys, and you haven't talked a whole lot, Andrew. You need to say <laughs> something, man. So I want to know from both both your opinions. What do you think of shows like American Idol? Well, I have a say, but he called you out, so you have to go first. Yeah, you go first, Andrew. You're the quiet guy. I wouldn't say discouraging, but it, it really is because it makes people think that that's the only way that you can become a successful musician is by just getting that one big, you know, big break. But the uh, level of perfection is, I don't know, it's been set to such a higher standard nowadays because of the auto-tune and all the... Yeah. You, know, you lock everything to the grid, and now everybody thinks that they can't sing because they watch everybody that can sing, and then they watch people get ripped on because they can't sing yeah. perfectly. So, I don't know. I think anybody can sing if they put enough effort and practice and the time that it takes. So, basically, your opinion on that is it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I actually tried out pretty recently. I won't say which one, but one of the singing competitions, just because I wanted to get the experience and try out. Because, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, and I we actually had a friend who got through the auditions and got pretty far in it. And then there was a whole big thing where, uh, like, they said to him that he had to sign over all of his original music and sign over all of the rights to all of his stuff, even if he didn't win the show, just to be on the show. And, like, they said he had to keep this certain image throughout the thing and just all this stuff. And it made me mad, and I was kind of glad that nothing happened with it because, you know, if I'm going to be an artist and that's my thing, I don't want... Someone being like, oh, well, this is what kind of artist you're going to be. Yeah. And that's the thing that kind of sucks about the the record industry really as a whole is you don't own the rights to your music once yeah. once it's released. They, yeah. they own it, you know. So that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the way it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, how do you guys feel about, you know, promotional technique? What is your real technique for promoting yourselves? Um. Well, with the whole thing with social media, I feel like people rely on it a little too much. Yeah. And I I guess I mean more kind of the quote-unquote lazy musicians, like the people that don't go out and gig, but just post videos of them like, oh, hey, I lis- listen to my cover of this. Yeah. That's not going to do anything, you know? I agree. Um, so we use uh, like our Facebook and our Instagram and things like that as a tool to help boost us but not necessarily is the only thing we use. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you, you know, when, when I was coming up and playing music in the 90s, we would walk around the malls and pass out flyers until we got kicked out. Yeah. You know, or we would put flyers up on telephone poles downtown. That's something I love about the, the whole thing with coffee shops now is you can just put whatever on those bulletin boards and yeah. coffee shops. That's where coffee shops are cool because they'll let you post flyers if you're doing shows in other places. <laughs> I always like that. Yeah, that's that's usually, we have maybe, it's like 10 to 15 places. We have like this little route around my house of uh, music stores and coffee shops that have community boards. That's awesome. And I think a CC's Pizza as well. But <laughs> we just go whenever we have a show coming up. I make uh, the flyers for the band and then we go and... 
set them up places. That's awesome. You guys are from Canton. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a tough music scene down there? I don't really hear a whole lot out of Canton. Or is it sort of lumped in with the Akron scene? Um, it's interesting. There's definitely a lot. The music scene's pretty surprisingly big in Ohio um, from what I've seen. And there's a pretty good... Downtown Canton is actually pretty good with the music scene. Yeah. Um, just because it's very art-oriented. There's And they do First Night, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, First Fridays, um, which is really cool. Uh, and then if you are like a singer-songwriter, like we do acoustic sets, then if you can get to the coffee houses, like that's where the money is. You oh, yeah. Get down there, get play three hours, you know, make a couple hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Um, uh... But, like, the big rock venues and shows, that's more in, like, the Canton, or not Canton, uh, like, Cleveland, Akron. Yeah. Uh, what have been some of your favorite venues to play? Um, I really like, we've played Lock 3 before and Lock 4, which I both like both those places, um, which is uh, up in Akron. We there's the Oracle in Canton, which I really like. That's a sweet place. It's I've only been there place. once, but I really yeah. like it. We don't play there a lot, but uh, anytime we do, it's very fun. Um, gotta give a, a shout out to Sadie Renee's because we play there like every month. Uh, Lizard, the guy in charge, treats us really, really well. Um, I haven't made it out there yet. I need to. Have you? Um, it's it's kind of a metal club, but. Lizard uh, is very supporting of young artists. Okay. And just, he he knows if you work hard, then he'll give you a place to play. Yeah. And it's really nice, and we, uh, we've we met some really cool people there. We had a show with uh, Zero Set Memory. Okay. I know you know them. Yeah, I just had Dean on the show a few yeah. weeks ago. Um, but, like, we play there uh, every month. We have a monthly standing, and we get to pick our own bands for our ticket and stuff. Nice. Uh, it's a really cool place. So what shows you guys have coming up right now? Well, this week, uh, Tuesday, we're playing a Buzzbin for that with that uh, New York band that okay. I said. Let's see. I, I saw you guys have something coming up at, at the Empire, right? Yeah. I can never remember the dates for anything. I'm so <laughs> bad at this. That's why uh, you have a manager. Exactly. That's why we have a manager. Um, we're playing at the Empire pretty soon. I actually know the owner of the Empire. He's a really, really good guy, yeah. Yeah, um, it was a little nerve-wracking the first pl- time we played at the Empire, because usually my, uh, mom and my dad are management team. Yeah. I like to say to the, the cool kids, um, <laughs> no, it's the management team, it's not my mom and my dad. Um, they... It sounds better to say yeah, your management team. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what they are, but, you know, they just happen to also be my parents. <laughs> uh... But um, they usually come to all the gigs. They're there at almost every single one. And we had problems with our car. Our car broke down that day. Uh, so I had to ride up with Van, our bassist. And I had to be the management team. And I was, <laughs> I, it was so funny. After it, uh, we got paid for that. So, like, we went and I had to meet the owner. And we were talking to the owner. Then after, a different guy came up, and we were talking about what we get paid, and he paid us, and then was like, hey, we really like you guys, we want you to come down again, and he gave us, like, um, a card, and I said, well, I'll get you on our Facebook, and I'll have our management team contact you and stuff, and we went back to get our coats in, like, the little green room or whatever, and I turned to the rest of the band, and I said, hey, was that professional? Did I seem professional? <laughs> I like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> we're like, yeah, you were good. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it like having your mom and your dad as your management team? Um, it's interesting. 
in the sense that I, f- I feel like a lot of people, like teenager, wouldn't want that. Because, yeah. You know, part of the whole thing of being in a band is, oh, I'm in a band, and yeah, you know, I don't want my parents around because I'm in a band or whatever, you know. Um, but because music is my career that I want to do. I think of it more as like a job than just a hobby, and you know what kid wouldn't want their parents to support them and what they want to do. That's true. And they really they make it a lot easier. My dad always jokes, but it's true. He says they handle the things that we don't want to have to handle, like having to go to the managers and be like, "Hey, we need the money from the yeah. show or booking places or things like that," just so we can kind of enjoy the fun, like the creative side of it. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I've met your parents. Uh, Actually, I think this might be the first time I've met them, but yeah. I've talked to them both online before, mm-hmm. and they seem like really cool people, and yeah. they're always promoting, so, yeah, they're definitely supportive of you guys, for sure. Yeah. But what, what was it like growing up, though? Because I know your parents both have a background in music, so did they really push you extra extra hard to, to do it? Um, well, yeah, they both had a background in music. My dad... Uh, just spent years in bands and in different choirs when he was in high school. And then my mom came from a musical family. Her dad uh, was in a touring band with a lot of really big country acts. And then she, like, did musicals and things like that. Um, So I grew up in a musical family. And so because you grow up in a musical family, you're just around a lot of music. So I kind of just wanted to be in music. But, of course, when I was, like oh, well, I want to do music, they just help kind of push me towards it. And that's not necessarily the only thing they've... They haven't been like, oh, well, you can't do this because you do music. Like, um, when I got out of high school, I talked about going to Kent State Stark and um, getting, like, at least an associate's in graphic design or something like that. And they were all for it. They're like, well, if you want to do that in the band, that's fine. It's just... They said... As long as you do what makes you happy, then that's what we're going to support, and that's what we want you to work on. That's awesome, because a lot of times you don't you don't really hear that with, you know, musicians yeah. whose parents mm-hmm. push them. Like, of course, the most infamous one is the Jacksons. Yeah. The way their dad pushed them, it was, you know, the music and nothing else. And the same would be for uh, Jessica and Ashley Simpson, the way their their father pushed them. You don't have that. Your parents are being supportive no matter what you want to do. That's yeah. that's really awesome. Well, um, it's they're the same way with my brother. Like my little brother likes music, but he doesn't really have the bug like I do. Yeah, like, he sings and he's in choirs, but he doesn't want to be in a band really. Uh, his thing is more video games. He wants to go into video game design, so that's what they focus that, on. That's like, a big market right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, He's a brainiac too. I'm so I, I'm so proud of him. Honestly, he's 13 and he's way smarter than I've ever been. Wow. Um, but like they get him books on, you know, uh, doing that. And yeah. They've taken him the to kids. Uh, there's this thing called kids college where you can take classes on that and stuff wow. like that. And that's that's what he does. So that's what they support. That's awesome. Now, how'd you get started in playing music? I don't know, ever since I was little, we always had a piano in the house, so that was always at my disposal. I could play around with all the white keys and key of C, you know. <laughs> Just the white keys? Oh, the white keys were confusing, so yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Pretty much just the white keys for a number of years, and then uh, I was involved in choirs at the church and stuff like that. And, uh, eventually, in 
I want to say the end of fourth grade, they went around and asked you what instrument you wanted to learn if you wanted to be in band next year. And they gave me the option of trumpet or percussion, and I was supposed to get braces, and they said it would mess up my embouchure. So I never learned how to play a wind instrument, which I always wish I would have. Cause so are, are you a multi-instrumentalist? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I play drums, guitar, and bass, a little bit of piano. I wouldn't say I'm a sophisticated piano player, but I can... What's your favorite instrument to play? Uh, probably guitar. Guitar? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. You're a guitar player in a band. Mm -hmm. All right. So you, you guys are going to play something right now, right? Yeah. Let's do it. We're, what are we going to play? Uh, we're going to play one of our originals called You Better Kiss Me. Awesome. up in the morning and he still wasn't home he didn't leave any message he didn't answer his He came stumbling in around 6 a.m. And she was sitting there waiting for him. She had a look in her eye and it was saying goodbye. And this time she was not pretending, baby. I know you're angry. Oh, baby, let's talk this out. She you better kiss me You better kiss me, baby One last time You better kiss me Cause you're gonna miss me when I'm gone Gone You're gonna miss me she woke up that morning To all the things that he'd been putting her through while he was making up stories She was thinking about what she had to do He found her bags in the hall Propped against the wall And outside her coat was running And she was not gonna take All these careless mistakes No, not for one more minute Turn the car around She said You better kiss me 
I was actually just listening to that before you guys got here. Thanks. <laughs> now, one thing I did notice, uh, your songwriting seems to be very mature. Who does most of the songwriting? Uh, me and my dad. Nice. Very nice. So you you th- are the primary lyricist then, or does he help out with that? Uh, he helps out. I, I'm nah, at writing. It's not really my thing. Um... Not necessarily that I'm bad at it, because I like to write. Like, I used to write poetry and stuff. Um, I'm just not great at writing songs, I guess. Okay. Um, so part of what my dad helps me with is he's been in bands for years, and he's been writing his own material for years. Yeah. So he helps write the songs, and then, like, he brings me part of a thing, and then we work on it together. So it's just like, hey, Dad, I have this idea for a song. Here it is. Help me make it into a song? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, he helps me just so at some point I can just start writing songs all by myself. Yeah. Really. I couldn't imagine trying to write a song with my dad. <laughs> like, uh, so there's this girl I like and I want to write a song about her. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. Mm. Now, do you, do you guys date at all? Like, any of you guys in the band? Anybody in the band date each other? No, I mean, like, date at all. It's it's tough, especially being that young and trying to date and being in a band. Oh, you just mean like, is anyone? Dating? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jenny's got a boyfriend. I think. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny has a boyfriend. I'm like kind of seeing someone right now. Do you guys get you guys get hit on a lot? Just for being in a band. Uh, kind. It's of. it's okay. You can tell the truth. Sometimes from the old ladies after the show. Old ladies. You probably get all the creepy old guys, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, or the, like, um, kind of drunk guys at the bar. Yeah. They're like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hi, I'm 18. <laughs> Back off. You look like you're 48. <laughs> yeah, that's... 
There's a lot of creepy guys out there. Yeah, um, I mean, most of them are drunk, so I kind of excuse them. I'm like, you seem like you've had too much, so I'm just going to blame that yeah. on your uh, inebriation. But, um, yeah, uh, that's a little bit of it. So, and it's not overwhelmingly to the point where it's like makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, it happens and sometimes. I'm sure if it did make you uncomfortable, your dad's a pretty big guy. He could yeah. probably... That probably knock a few guys around. <laughs> uh, so when you do write songs, or at least come up with ideas for songs, do you base it off of life experiences? Well, yeah, because uh, that's part of the reason that we write the songs we do is that we kind of base them off of life experiences or just universal experiences because we want people to be able to connect to what we're writing. Yeah, well, that makes um, sense. Because, you know, that's, that's half the fun in it. I mean, everyone likes a catchy song, but... If it just doesn't mean anything, then what's the point, you know? Yeah. So, not all of our songs are, like, these deep, gut-wrenching things, but they're just about things that have happened and things that happen to people, so... Yeah. We try to give some people something to connect to. Now, how does the rest of the band feel about not being a part of the writing process? Well, it's not necessarily, like, that's just me and my dad. It's just kind of, like, we write together yeah. and then bring originals to the band. But we've had other people in the band write stuff. Okay. Uh, that wasn't really a thing in the past, not because we didn't want them to, but because they didn't really write. Yeah. Uh, like, our, some of our old members wrote a few songs with us. Um, but, like... Jenny just brought a song to us that we're currently working on. Van just brought a song to us that we're working on. Andrew brought a song to us that we're working on. Uh, so, like, it was it's not that we don't want them to write. It's that they didn't. Yeah. But we're all for it. In fact, my dad encourages as many people as we can to come in because he likes different perspective on artistic projects. That's good. Um, so, you guys just put out... Your first full-length CD, what, last year, right? Yeah, it would have been about last year now. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about this this album that you guys put out. Um, before my time. Yeah, yeah it was before time. you. Well, how long have you been in the band? Only a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, wow. A couple of weeks. He's, nice. He's, he's the old guy and the baby. Yeah. <laughs> All at the same time. Um, it, was, it was interesting to do, um, only because... I had never really recorded anything like that. We had done an EP um, maybe a year, a couple months before that, uh, but it was just, like, three songs, and we did it on my dad's, like, little boss recorder. Yeah. Um, and we made our vocal booth, like, we just hung a bunch of blankets off <laughs> the canopy of my bed to, like, hide the sound. Like, it was purely home recording. Um so just to go into, like, an actual studio, and it still was, like, a basement studio. It wasn't, like, some big, crazy studio yeah. like you see in movies and stuff. But it was a studio, um, and we were working with a real producer. We worked with uh, Benjamin Payne, who was just absolutely wonderful. And uh, that was part of the process, was trying to find the producer that was right for us because we were young and we were new, and, you know, we kind of had to get our feet wet. We didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And he was... Uh, he, he just worked really well with us. Um, he liked our kind of music, and he really just... He knew what to say and what to do to really make it as easy and get the best product out of us. So you guys recorded the album at home? 
Or is this just the EP you're talking just about? The EP. Okay. No, so where did you guys record the album at? At Studio uh, 121. Okay. Where's where's that at? Akron. Um. No, it was in Canton. Okay. It, it's Benjamin Payne's studio, which is um, it was in his basement. He lives somewhere else now, though. So I don't know like where his studio is now. <laughs> so he moved the studio too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, he moved so that he could have a studio separate from his house. Oh, okay. Because it was just in his basement. Yeah. Which uh, which was fun, but also weird because sometimes uh, during sessions, like if somebody else was doing something, I adored his kids. Like his kids were so fun. So I would go upstairs and play board games with his <laughs> kids in between takes, and like play with his dogs and stuff. Um, but that's part of the reason he moved, so he could have a studio separate from the house, like in the yeah. house, so he didn't have to worry about his kids making noise and his dogs running around and stuff like that. Yeah. So, how long did it take you guys to record? Uh, about a month. Oh, that's not bad at all. It, well, uh, to be fair, we were on limited time because of budget. Yeah. Um, we had, all our songs are very long, I think our longest is about seven minutes, and our shortest is about four. Oh, wow. Uh, so we write long songs. Even when we try to write short songs, we just never can. They're yeah. all long. Um, but, uh, so, you know, we had a limited budget. We had a Kickstarter, which is where we got a lot of our money from. It was, we got 1000 on Kickstarter, and we raised the other 1000 ourselves. Okay. Um, but that's that's how much we had, and then we just had to, we were like, we have $2,000, let's record an album. And that's how it worked. Nice. And... You guys are writing new songs now. Yeah. You plan on recording again soon? Um, w- within, like, the next year. Okay. We're definitely going to record something. We aren't going to have all new material. We're going to re-record some of, like, our favorite songs from the old album. Okay. With the new band and the new members. Because uh, we actually sound a lot different than we used to with the members that we have now. Yeah. Um... So, because we have some favorites that we really felt like um, were good, but weren't like quite ready yet. What uh, is, What are some of your favorites? Uh, well, you better kiss me is one of my favorites. Class five is one of my favorites. Um, and then we, I get this. This has slowly become one of my favorites. It's funny because when we first started doing it, I never really liked it. Maya's song, one of our ballads. Um, it's becoming one of my favorites because all the time when we play it out i get someone that comes up to me and they're like oh my gosh the lyrics to that song are amazing and i connect to it so much and it's so interesting to hear people's takes on our songs because my song is about um just trying to make it in the music industry and how hard it is yeah but uh some people can take it like a completely different direction i had a lady come up to me and tell me that uh she had a daughter who was, like, in the military and had to train soldiers uh, from, like, third world countries that didn't respect women. Oh, wow. And so, like, <laughs> it was difficult for her to, like, command any any of them or something. And she's like, I just felt it. And I'm like, that's not what that song's about, <laughs> but I like that you felt it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, interesting it's cool it. when people can reinterpret a song mm-hmm. to, you know, mean something for them. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So uh, why don't you guys play one more song? Let's do that. Yeah. Or are you not ready to play another one? Not 
like a bull in a china shop You're like a class five hurricane You're walking natural disaster Got a feeling that you're never gonna change Well I'm done with the reconstruction The charity and the camera crews This feels like the same old story This feels like the same old news
for pieces, cleaning up the mess you made. Yeah, love it. You guys are awesome. Thanks. So, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, you guys have anything you want to plug? Uh, Facebook page, Instagram, anything like that? Uh, yeah, our Facebook is just the scenic route. Um, and then our Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter is um, TS route. TS route, okay. You guys have a website or anything? No, we don't actually. And if people want to buy the CD, where can they get it from? They can get it on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. All right, awesome. Thank you guys again for coming on the show. Rachel and Andrew, it was nice meeting you guys.